Hi, and welcome to Proverb Parables. Today, the topic of our short story is gossip. At some point in our lives, we've all had to keep a secret or two. While it certainly feels good to be confided in, once you let the cat out of the bag, there's no telling what will happen next. There are plenty of opportunities we can end up letting our guard down, like at church or maybe a birthday party, and plenty more talkative mouths to help keep the gossip alive. Whether we reveal first-hand knowledge or even hearsay, details can be skewed and false conclusions quickly formed. Just like the game of telephone, all it takes is one whispering mouth to get an ugly rumor started. Gossiping about other people's lives may seem delicious in the moment, but news travels fast, and before you know it, the original report snowballs into something that couldn't be farther from the truth. That's why we ought to keep what we know, or think we know, to ourselves and not be fuel for the fire. Gossip is what spoils friendships, ruins reputations, and destroys livelihoods, which is why Proverbs 16.28 steers us clear of it. A perverse man stirs up conflict, and a gossip separates close friends. Neighbor 1. I just got new neighbors! Neighbor 2. Oh yeah? What do you know about them? Are they weird? Neighbor 1. Well, they said they were from Timbuktu. I don't know where that is on the map. Neighbor 2. Hmm. A week later. Neighbor 2. Did you hear he's got new neighbors? Neighbor 3. No, he didn't tell me that. Neighbor 2. Yeah, he doesn't even know where they're from. Neighbor three. Are you kidding? Neighbor two. No way! Neighbor three. Maybe they're spies. An hour later. Neighbor three. Hey, you know, I'd keep an eye out if I were you. Right in this very area, we've got some folks who are spies. Neighbor four. Doesn't sound good to me. What do they look like? Neighbor three. Well, they wear sunglasses all the time. Oh, and keep this in mind, they're only out at night! 30 minutes later. Neighbor 4. What in the world are you doing? Neighbor 5. I'm bringing up a 24-7 video surveillance system out here on my house. There are some dangerous spies out here, right in this neighborhood. Neighbor 4. Good idea. Who knows what they're up to? They could be gathering information for target bombing. 20 minutes later. Neighbor 5. Honey, you've got to hear this. We're on the brink of war. Imminent disaster is on the way. Wife of Neighbor 5. I can't believe it. When? Neighbor 5. Maybe next week. We should get some black flannel to cover our windows. They'll be dropping bombs. Wife of Neighbor 5. Shouldn't we warn our friends first before we prepare? Neighbor 5. Good idea. I should get right on that. 10 minutes later. Neighbor 5. Can you help me with something? Neighbor 6. Sure, what you got? Neighbor 5. Well, we need someone like you who's got gusto and can speak in a strong voice and with a passionate fervor. What you need to do is grab a megaphone, you know, the one you still have from grad school, and just let everybody know that we're about to be attacked. 
There's a bombing raid bound to happen any day, even today. We've got to warn the people. Lives are at stake. Neighbor six, who's going to bomb? Neighbor five, spies right here in our own neighborhood, on this street. Neighbor six, for goodness sake, I need to get moving on this. Don't worry, I've got you covered. One minute later, neighbor six. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your complete attention? On behalf of you and your families and any loved ones, I plead with you to listen. A dreadful enemy lurks these very streets. We must track him down and fight him. Fight him with might and with fierceness. This enemy has plotted out of the utter corruption of his being to demolish our beloved home in a bombing raid. Take warning, I say. Be not ignorant of this. We shall stop him, but we must use caution. Attention! The eyes of neighbor six bulged. Is anyone listening here? At that moment, people began spilling out onto the street from their front doors, and many stood, listening openly to the man standing on a large rock and holding a megaphone to his mouth. Suddenly, a man in sunglasses joined the crowd, and a collective gasp went up. It's him! One cried. The spy! You rascal! Thinking you're going to get away with bombing us right under our pretty noses? In a matter of seconds, the crowd was stirred with anger and turned on the man wearing sunglasses. They would have easily overtaken him as they surged forward, but he held up his hands and cried, Stop! Please! For some reason, perhaps the sound of his thick foreign accent, the crowd stopped abruptly, some still glaring at him. What are you talking about? He asked in disbelief. I am from Timbuktu, in Africa. I have heard what has been said about me. There you go, one man yelled. He admits himself he's a spy. How would he know what's been going around if he wasn't eavesdropping, huh? The crowd began roaring again. No wait, the man in sunglasses said. Let me speak, please. I am no spy at all, and I am certainly not going to drop bombs, if that's what you somehow came to believe. My family and I moved to America recently. Since then, I've been working a night job. We were hoping to make friends with some of you, but strangely, you have avoided us. Now I clearly understand why. Neighbor one. Oh, brother. Neighbor two. What? Neighbor one. Did you say anything that day after I told you about my neighbors from Timbuktu? The face of neighbor two turned red. 